All right, welcome back to the channel today, ladies and gentlemen. And have I got a crazy video for you today. I think we'll call this more of uh, infotainment today. It's informative, but entertaining at the same time, because we could really go down the whole dystopian rabbit hole with this topic today and people would get freaked out and panic but I thought we'll turn it into somewhat of a uh, entertaining topic, uh, I guess is the best way, especially coming right up to Christmas. I know if I drop the doom and gloom on you at this point, I'm gonna get loads of <laughs> backlash. Neil, give it a rest, it's just before Christmas and you know, that sort of stuff. So we'll leave the World War Three topics for today and we'll get straight into what has just been announced with this advancement now in these neuro brain chips that are very close to human trials. We'll really focus on the big one, which is Neuralink, but there are other companies doing it. Bill Gates has even got a, a company. I don't think anyone even knows about this, but uh, you can research this. Even he has a company doing uh, microchips, neurochips now into the brain. No, not conspiracy, anything like that. This is actual fact. Um, and if you remember my video back in, I think it was September 2020, all around the Great Reset, You'll remember that later on in the video, I, I um, you know, covered about the pig, the, the neuro link that went into the brain and they were, you know, doing the pig. And since then, it's gone, uh, you know, it's advanced massively, massively. And they are going to be doing the first human trial very shortly. But actually, that's not quite true because they've already done human trials. They just haven't advertise this, a, a few different uh, companies have already done human trials. So it's a lot closer than you think. But I wanna play you a couple of clips here first. The World Economic Forum has a series of centers around the world that focus on new technology. They're called centers of the fourth industrial revolution. The fourth industrial revolution. Fourth industrial revolution. So fourth industrial revolution. Okay, so first question. Did you know that they had these centers around the world dedicated to the fourth industrial revolution. Most people aren't even aware that these centers exist and they have a lot of funding. And that's why you're seeing the speed of all of these crazy uh, dystopian sci-fi kind of movie, Black Mirror, if you've seen that show, all of this stuff coming in now because the funding behind it is phenomenal, like you can't even imagine. And that's why all this stuff is being developed so quickly. You also, of course, have Elon Musk, was the richest man in the world until last week because what's Tesla done? I think the stocks dropped 60% on average this year. But when you have that much money, you can afford to buy Twitter. <laughs> you can afford to do a lot of this sort of new technology right from when he uh, co-founded PayPal to um, moving into Tesla and SolarCity and SpaceX and all these different companies. He's making a lot of money. So really his resources in terms of a financial side of things are unlimited. He's only limited by the brain power, the people that actually go and work on these projects. But I've got to play you what uh, Klaus has said about this stuff. Can you imagine that in 10 years when we are sitting here, we have an implant in our uh, brains? I can immediately feel, because you all will have implants, I can, and we measure your, your brain waves. <laughs> okay, where do we even start with that? He says, I can, because I can imagine feeling your brain waves. I don't know what um, Klaus has been smoking. 
um, when he said that. But I just, I, I that is one part I just can't grasp how he can feel our our brain waves. That is, uh, that's very strange. But this was the video I made in 2020, and this is where the technology was then. You open a piece of skull, um, you remove uh, about a coin-sized piece of skull, uh, and then the robot inserts the electrodes. What you're, the, the beeps you're hearing are real-time signals from the neural link in Gertrude's head. Okay, so that's where the technology was at well over two years or two and a half years ago now. Uh, and it's advanced very, very quickly right the way through. Like I said, there are human trials. They just don't say this. But they have done the, the primate trials, which was an interesting one again. Here was the, the monkey. This is Pager. He's a nine-year-old macaque who had a Neuralink placed in each side of his brain about six weeks ago. As he's playing this game, we're wirelessly streaming in real time the firing rates from thousands of neurons to a computer. To control his paddle on the right side of the screen, Pager simply thinks about moving his hand up or down. We've removed the joystick altogether. The reason Neuralink works is because it's recording and decoding electrical signals from the brain. Great game, Pager. And what better reward for a monkey than a banana? And you know what's going to happen when we have these sort of two classifications of people in the future and you have the people that the primitives that come into the city, they come from the outskirts, the farms, and they come into the city and they finally get their Neuralink. They'll say, what a great reward for one of these um, peasants from the farms. We'll give them a UBI, a universal basic income, or we'll give them a, a digital passport or a central bank digital currency as a reward. But what are they trying to create then? And, and what's their sort of goal here? Well, they are saying that it's all about curing disease and ailments and all, all sorts of things that we've got a, We've got a big list here. So here we go. Here's a list. Memory loss, hearing loss, blindness, paralysis, insomnia, extreme pain, seizures, anxiety, addiction, strokes, brain damage, and depression. And actually that was one of the uses the human trials was around depression. I think we've got an article here on it. Okay, here it is again on the WEF website. So this has already happened. Uh, this happened a while back now. I think it was well over a year ago. So they actually did put this implant into this person's brain. And I think it was to combat depression. But yeah, this has already been trialed. This lady trialed it. It was tested on her. And don't forget, all of this came from, oh, the conspiracy theory, the fourth industrial revolution. It still makes me laugh that people keep saying that uh, about this. When look when this book was published. So this is another book by Klaus Schwab uh, in 2017. This one was published, and it talks about all the stuff that we uh, we're talking about here. Again, another WEF website here, and again these are these are great to read through. He has lots to say on it. Like here, while it's true that companies like Neuralink have been targeting the brain from the get-go. Brain implants may not be the first choice in our augmented society. And that's a whole new uh, rabbit hole to go down. I'm not even going to go into that right now, but the augmented society is what I kind of touched upon yesterday. So that's this. So what they believe is that we won't have an identification for humans in the future. So if you were to talk to me 
and you were to talk to someone else next to me and I've had no tech, I don't have chips in the hand and the brain and, you know, I don't have um, all the nanotech in my body that they want to, you know, put in for health reasons later on. These nanobots that go around and, and kill uh, viruses and it kills all this other stuff. So what they're saying is that if there were me and someone else here, I could be classed as a human if I don't have any of those things. But this person would not be classed as a human. There would need to be, what they're saying, is a new label for this person. And it's, it's kind of interesting because it makes me think of all this stuff like, um, what is a woman? What is a man? And how they're re-educating you know, children and the education system now to say, you can't say that person is a man. You can't say that person is a woman. You can't say that that boy who's been born is a boy. I think they're, they're reclassifying now. And again, you can look all this stuff up, but they're reclassifying it as saying that just because a doctor or a nurse at, at birth said that you are a male or you're a little boy, it doesn't mean that you are. The doctor gave you that, uh, that gender. So this is actually what is being taught in a number of schools now. You can look this up for yourself. And you know me, I really don't care. I I'll say it straight. I think that is absolute nonsense. And I don't agree with any of that sort of, you know, this new wokeism and everything else going on in the world. I just don't, I don't agree with it and, and I never will. So that makes me think, okay, why are they bringing all this stuff in? Well, maybe it's something to do with these new labels in the future that they keep talking about. Again, you can research this on the, the website where they talk about you'll have humans and then you'll have um, this other group which won't have a label at this point. They'll create their own label. Now, the other thing this reminds me of was a movie. In fact, let me tell you the name of this movie. Yeah, 1982 Firefox film. I think I've got a clip of it here. With a thought-guided, thought-controlled arsenal on board the plane, whatever target the pilot chooses is instantly destroyed without his even pressing a button. So that's the other thing that they want to use this technology for. So they're talking about having military uses in the future. And it's just so interesting. That, that movie came out 40 years ago, which to them back then, that must have seemed like complete sci-fi. But yet today, we're only around a year, maybe a little bit longer than that, maybe 18 months away from that, where a drone pilot, because, you know, think a bit now, drone pilots, they sit in Las Vegas or wherever they are these days, um, you know, military pilots of drones, and they can be flying their drone anywhere in the world. And just by pressing that button on the joystick there, they can fire a missile. Well, in the future, what they're saying is there's a lot of military uses for this tech and they won't even need to push a button. They will just think and with their brain, they'll, they'll know where they wanna target this missile and it will just automatically do it. So I know this sounds really sci-fi and out there, but we are very close to this. I mean, the technology exists now. It's just that they haven't got it through all the, the trial phases yet. So yes, the medical usage of these technology, it, it sounds fantastic, it sounds great. Uh, restoring eyesight to someone who is blind, restoring hearing to someone who, who can't hear, uh, paralysis and depression and all these other things. But then you get a little bit dystopian with it. So one of the papers I read was that they are going to cure depression with this chip by focusing on parts of the brain that releases you know, neurochemicals like serotonin and things like that. So it's just a constant flood. I mean, 
I don't even know how that would work. What would even happen to the human brain if it's just constantly given serotonin 24-7? But the other thing that Elon Musk said quite recently, which I thought was very interesting, was that he said we have to do the merger with the WEF, what they want to, to bring in. We have to do this merger between human beings and AI and, and tech, so what they're calling human augmentation. So he's saying this has to happen. If not, AI will just you know take over and destroy the world. So we have to merge with it. And the other reason he said it will have to happen is that the AI and the robots will basically take everyone's job in the future. And if you remember a while back, I said that I thought that AI would develop into such a way that it would even take creative jobs like design work and researchers and all this sort of thing. And I know I was probably a little bit ahead of my time when I first said that, but we've actually seen that come in now. We've seen all this AI, we've seen like chat GPT and things like that, where it can do research for you and, and just the, the craziest things that now exist. And um, that video I did a little while ago where the AI was designing dystopian artwork. And then you had other things where they had to shut the AI down because it was just getting a little bit out of hand. So Elon's basically saying that there just won't be any jobs left available. Everything will be done by AI and robotics and that people will just have nothing to do. So this is why he keeps talking about UBI, which I've done a video on before, universal basic income. He said that governments will have to give UBI to people because otherwise they'll just go crazy. Can you just imagine having nothing to do? Well, again, I don't really like that argument because I don't think that is what would happen. I think people, if they were on UBI, like let's just say all of us today were on UBI, I'm pretty sure we'd find stuff to do, whether that was hobbies or, you know, some people like doing artwork, some people like tinkering with cars. Uh, well, actually, let's, let's scrap that one because these EVs that are coming in, you're not really able to tinker with them. But you can still tinker with the old cars if you can get petrol and diesel for them. And you can see how this is just having all these offshoots. The future right now is so uncertain that it is worrying. I have to laugh at these things. That's why I sort of turned it into a joke at the start because... I have to laugh at these things. If you went down the rabbit holes that I go down all the time, you would have nightmares at some of the things that, that might happen here. Because we are now in this fourth turning cycle, which uh, again, you've heard me talk about before, the, the fourth turning. That's not my model, that's uh, Neil Howes, um, I think it was William Strauss as well that, that came up with the fourth turning. A fantastic book to read, but I do think we're in the fourth turning, or as other people have modeled it in different ways. Um, we could say we're in a sixth stage war cycle right now, which again, I agree with both of those models. This is actually why I'm so uncertain and concerned for the future, because we're actually following these patterns almost perfectly right now. So we're in deep into this fourth turning cycle, which is where a lot of real nasty negative things come in. This is where you have the rise of dictators, you have world wars, you have famines, you have catastrophes, and you know all these things happen around this fourth turning cycle. And yes, it does often lead to a, a huge amount of deaths uh, when we go into this cycle. But the good news is, and let's keep our fingers crossed for, for it happening this time again, that after a fourth turning, we do go into a, a first turn again, which is a kind of like a renaissance period. Being the skeptic that I am with a lot of things, I can see that this time around, there's a lot more 
dangers than there are positives. So in the past, we didn't have all this, you know, dangerous AI. We didn't have these sort of weapons that we have today. We didn't have crazy leaders who just don't follow any logic at all. We didn't have this push towards a one world government, a one world bank, a one world health uh, organization, a one world pretty much everything, which if the leaders were good people, they were integral and they were honest and you know, all these things, I wouldn't really have a problem with it. If we all sort of agreed, so everyone saw these leaders and said, you know what, these people are the best of society. And um, we had policies in place so that in the future we couldn't have bad people come in or tyrants come in. Would I be that bothered about a one world government? Would I be that bothered about a one world finance system? Not as much, but because we have a lot of psychopaths that are going into these positions right now, yes, I'm worried. Because when you have this, this digital ID that's going to come in, the carbon allowance uh, that's going to be linked to it that comes in, the central bank digital currency, the major risk, I mean, even putting aside AI and robotics and Terminator, you know, Skynet and all these things, even putting aside things like that that could happen way into the future. The immediate concern I have right now is the destruction of farms, the destruction of farming, the, the food crises, the famines that we're being told about in all these reports, the digital ID and the carbon stuff where you might not be able to travel as much and enjoy yourself as much in the future. But the biggest one for me is the central bank digital currency because it's not gonna be decentralized, it's gonna be centralized which means a digital form of slavery, which we're trying to eliminate from the world, not bring that back in. And that's just it. I do think that most human beings, most people today, are just, they've got no fight in them at all. None at all. They just roll over at every single thing the government says, everything. So when this CBDC comes in, the central bank digital currency, and the government then become even more draconian, we're gonna have a lot of problems. So yeah, I am worried about this stuff that we talked about in this video with all the, you know, this future tech and everything, but I'm not as worried as I am about things like the central bank digital currency, which is gonna come, it's gonna be here within a couple of years, I would have thought, maybe three years, but it's gonna come. And when they combine that with all the facial tracking and the digital ID and everything else, I'm just not looking forward to this, this first turning, which usually, is very positive each time we go through this cycle in the world. Very positive, usually great, it's a renaissance period, but I do think it could go the other way this time and that's what's, what's somewhat worrying. So I tried to keep the video uh, light-hearted today, I don't want to ruin anyone's <laughs> Christmas period, but I will wrap it up there. Thank you so much for watching today and being a subscriber. If you need something to do over Christmas, remember my finance course is available. Uh, link below in the description. All right, take care, God bless, and I'll see you tomorrow.